0: Blog Talk Radio My name is Scott Burke. I'm the creator of the sports ball called The Clown Times, and this is the podcast part of The Clown Times called The Clown Hour. And speaking of my podcast, you'll be able to find me on the web. That's net. That's net. That's clown spelled over K, by the way. And you also find me on Facebook. just blow over it on some random sports crap <laughs> and just make it some sophomoric humor on some. On all things sports, for example, i got some British, uh silly things going on about uh, uh, Chip Kelly being canned. Um, this is like early this evening, which, you know, lots of Philly fans still rejoice to this very minute, some some of which have probably sacrificed some chickens along the way. But anyway, on Facebook, just in the search window in the top left-hand corner, just do a search for the Clown Times. Again, it's okay You'll be able to find me there. Well, many of you know that I'm a Steelers fan, and I'm a Bash Steelers fan. Some may consider me a rather annoying a Bash Steelers fan, and, you know, after last Sunday's game, I'm kind of in a funk, I'm kind of in disbelief, and uh, I'm probably need Dr. Phil right by now, but at any rate, to join me in this rather uh, 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 depressing journey <laughs> is a, a writer from... Esper Nation's uh, behind the steel curtain. It's the Steelers community. Y'all need to check that out. Her name is, is Danny Bostick. So, and I hope I got the name right. So, Danny, welcome to the clown hour. How are you this evening?
1: I'm good. Thanks for having me on.
0: Oh, you betcha! Uh, you betcha! Uh, you betcha. Um, before we get further depressed with this, uh, without beloved Steelers, uh, typically with uh, first time guests on the on the podcast, I have them give a, just a brief intro about themselves. Had gone into sports writing and whatnot. So, uh, without further ado, the floor is yours, Danny.
1: Yeah, well, I'm uh, I'm from Maryland, Ravens country. I live in Colorado, which is Broncos country, and we're about to move out to Winchester, Virginia, next week. So I'm super excited to get closer to my home state of Maryland. Never lived in Virginia okay. before, though. Yeah, so um, recovering Redskins fan. Um, stop being a fan, <laughs> when Snyder bought the team. And oh, I just God thought, there's, there's no way. There's just no way. So my grandparents are heartbroken. They feel like I'm a traitor. Um, I have a daughter who's a Redskins fan. I don't know how that happened. I feel sorry for her. I'm just like, what Uh-oh. are you doing? Um, yeah, so I, I started writing for a Behind the Steel Curtain in May, and I honestly can't remember how that came about. I think I was tweeting with Neil Kulong, who used to be the editor over there, and he's like, hey, you yeah. should – reach out to Jeff, and I was like, yeah, sure. And I was writing for a sports humor site at the time, and I still do. That's called the Crooked Scoreboard. Uh, It's a very small site with very high-quality writing. Uh, So I had that under my belt for a couple months, and, yeah, I started writing about the Gate and just thought I'd contribute occasionally, and next thing I knew I was writing five articles a day, toned it down a little bit, down to maybe five to ten a week. But, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's Mm -hmm. a lot of fun when the Steelers are winning.
0: Right, so what made you become a Steelers fan, being that you give your Redskins background?
1: Okay, well, first off, it's just, All Redskins fans need to find a new team. And I know they just made the playoffs, but the (laughs) NFC East, it just needs to disband. And all the teams need to move to L.A. And they can have, like, the L.A. League and just play themselves and not even be in the NFL. It's just (laughs) awful being a Redskins fan. Um, So Um. I I didn't have a TV for a while. I mean, I had no television. It was like living in the Stone Age. And when I kind of started missing football, and the Ravens had come to town up in Baltimore, and I couldn't stand them because I hated Art Modell, and I noticed all the Steelers gear everywhere. So having been an NFC East fan, I couldn't go for Philly or, of course, the Cowboys. I switched over to the AFC, and the Steelers were the logical choice. And um, I got a TV in 2010 and just started watching all the football I could watch. I got cable, like, you know, welcome myself to the 21st century with a television right. cable. My son was looking at a McDonald's commercial and he's like, "Is this a movie about hamburgers and a clown?" I'm like, "No, dude, it's <laughs> called a commercial." He was only 3, he never had television. So, uh
0: okay. yeah. So,
1: they're they're an easy team to love and um uh, you know, when, again, when they're winning, they uh, were not easy to love on Sunday.
0: Right. So, so 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 uh, how many kids do you have?
1: I have I have okay. Uh, we're we're a big family. I've got six. I have um wow. 10-year-old twins. I have a 9-year-old stepson. I have a 10-year-old step. Oh, actually, she just turned 11. So it's 9, 10, 10, 11, 12, and 14. That's what we have.
0: Wow. You know what? I have only a 5-year-old, and I must say I have two things towards you. I have, one, I have a lot of respect for you to be able to bring more than one child to the world, and two, wonder if you have some type of glutton of punishment. Uh, because my five-year-old is enough for me, man. I can't. I can't imagine having more than just my kid right now. Holy moly, he just drives me to drink some nice, But but I love him. He's a he's a good little guy, smart little guy. Also a smart mouth little guy at times. So I have to get around that. And so are all your kids Redskins fans, or just a portion of them? No, or? just
1: my fourteen-year-old's a Redskins fan. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Only only her and a couple don't watch. A couple don't care a couple uh it's kind of a mixed bag my stepkids live in kansas city so i have a feeling they're secret chiefs fans but when they come here sure. you know they, they talk up they talk up the steelers we do a lot of indoctr- indoctrination my husband took them to a training camp this summer bought them some gear oh, nice. yeah yeah awesome.
0: yeah
1: so we're you know we have we have hope we're holding out hope so, but after Sunday's game, it's hard. It's hard to say, hey, you should be a fan of this team. Get your heart broken at the end of the season, you know.
0: Right. I'll tell you what. We, I live in Cincinnati, and my it's my wife's hometown. So my wife has been, and her younger sister and her cousins and whatnot, have been ba- brainwashing the hell out of my five-year-old. I pray for him. I hope he comes to the light. and just <laughs> doesn't become one of the, the press and and, 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 and uh, uh, skeptical Bengals fans here, uh, but I'll tell you what. Like, I have – like, my father is a, is a Redskins fan. He grew up in North Carolina. You know, before the Pants came home, North Carolina was strictly Redskins country. Yep. Um My brother-in-law is a Redskins fan. They usually are the two of the most depressed human beings during the time of the season, but they're kind of happy right now. I guess they're happy by the fall because their division sucks. So, that that. It's probably like tempered enthusiasm right now with them, but uh at least at least they have something to play for, and like was still speaking of which might as well stop putting off the inevitable and get to our team um so my question is this i mean i I was watching the game at at Buffalo Wild Wings with uh with my wife's cousins, and he took pleasure in my displeasure Hi. and I just. I just ran off a blue streak towards the television screen, especially that pick six that got called back, thankfully, but not that it mattered in the end anyway. Why can't this Steelers team, with everything on the line, when you're practically in, cannot beat perhaps the worst Ravens team, given all the injuries that it sustained, in recent memory? Why? Why can't we beat the Ravens?
1: You know, I, I don't have an answer to that question because we should have been able to beat the Ravens, and it kind of reminds me of that time, I, I think it was just last season, we lost to the Buccaneers. We were one of two teams That's right. that the Buccaneers beat, and that was awful. I mean, that was just horrible. Who does that? Who loses to the Buccaneers? <laughs> one year we lost to the right. Titans. They were horrible. We go, we uh, you know, lose to the Titans. So the Steelers have a history. I think it's less about the Ravens and more about. I mean, I think if the Ravens were a top ranked team, we would have gone in there and beaten them. I don't understand why they can't beat easy teams, especially when it counts.
0: Yes, and I remember one year. I think it was last year actually, when the Jets were just got were just got awful. We somehow finding a reason not to just lose or just but get curb stomped by the Jets in New York. And it's – I don't know if it's a Tomlin thing. I don't know if it's a coaching staff thing. I mean, I can't understand how in the hell do we just wet the bed in games that matter against teams that don't matter. I mean, i it just baffles me. I mean, we should be – we're brave against the Ravens by 10 points. We're never getting – I mean, uh, you know, I know the final score is only by three. But we got beat. We really got beat. And just if it weren't for the Ravens, the 1,000 penalties that got called against them, the, escape, the score should have been a lot worse.
1: It, it could have been way worse. And you're right about that, that touchdown, getting the pick six, getting called back. I mean, it was just a horrendous game from start to finish. They didn't even look like they belong in the playoffs. I hate to say that, but, I mean, after they played that way, I thought that is not a team that deserves – to be in the playoffs. I mean, it, it was like, you know, watching Bowling Green or one of those marginally okay college teams just get demolished mm-hmm. by, by you know, a stronger opponent. They, they looked awful. They looked horrible. It was just an awful thing to watch. And at the point where they lost, I thought, you know what, they deserve to lose that game. If they had won by right. luck or some last-minute heroics, like I, I still would have been disgusted. They, they should not have played that poorly.
0: Yeah, and you know, it's funny that you said just that about not being uh, deserving to make in the playoffs because I I I I like I posted a fan post on, on behind the still curtain and just going off on the same thing. I was so disgusted, it was almost spontaneous. That I just decided to just crank it out of my head because it just it just baffles me that a team I know I said it before, I sound like a broken record now, but a team was so much on the line. I mean, so much on the line. They were called the darlings of the, NFL, of the AFC, playoff picture, ensemble offense, blah, blah, blah. I mean, going against a Ravens team that that hired and started, actually, a dude that they just hired off the street and Ryan Mallett and made him look like the second coming of Joe Montana. I mean, it's just, and to come out that flat against a team that, that lost Terrell Suggs at the, at the beginning of the season, get traded away Haloti Nada, and just made them look like the Ravens of yesteryear, of Ray Lewis fame. And I, I just, I'm just truly disgusted. I, I, I I'm almost driven to drink right now. But I have a podcast. I have to be respectful towards you and everything. But I, 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 I don't know, Danny. I, I'm almost speechless. I just, I just, I just can't believe it. I really cannot believe it.
1: That it was horrible. And if you think about you know, Ryan Mallett versus Ben Roethlisberger, the Steelers should have won. You go back and you think Michael Vick versus Flacco. Okay, I was angry after that loss, but when you actually look at the injuries and just what the Steelers had to deal with going through that game, it was still awful that we lost to the Ravens at Heinz Field. It was even worse to lose to them once it had been established that they were just a rotten team. Plus, they didn't have Joe Flacco. They've lost so many of the players. Steve Smith is out. I mean, just all their players are out. I mean, I was going to list them all, but there's just too many to name. That they're down so many players. They're on their fourth quarterback, and they uh, allow just I, I don't even know. I can't. I'm 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 at a loss for words. I don't know how that happens, but it has happened before. It, it's you know, like you said, 2014 with the Buccaneers and the Jets. Awful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean. And it, because because my rant, and I guess we're talking about right now. I mean, it, it's a really can we really put the blame on the coaches for not getting them ready for a rivalry game? I mean, I mean, not only a game that means a lot, but it's a rivalry game against your arch rival, who's pretty practically that was Baltimore Super Bowl, because they know they're not going anywhere, and they're just spoiling a team that they love to hate playoff spot playoff chances. So. I mean, who's the again? I mean, is it coaches for not getting them ready for? It? Is it for uh, Todd Hale, the offensive coordinator, for not getting them into a up to a no huddle that gives the uh, you know the the, the, the the sets the tempo against the Ravens, keeping them on the heels? I mean, in the defense. I mean, we don't, we don't. I guess we'll talk about the defense later. But I mean, is it just the players it's for not showing up? Is it coaches? I mean, it's a little of both. I mean, well, I mean, what do you think? What say you?
1: I think it's a little above. I I like Todd Haley, and honestly, with Chip Kelly out of Philadelphia, I'm worried that the Eagles are going to try to poach either uh, Haley or Mike Munchak. But mm. um, you know, I, I do think I do think there's some some shady in-game adjustments uh, instead of adjustments, lack of adjustments. I, I think there's maybe a little bit more they could be doing in terms of coaching. But I don't think that anybody would have predicted going into this game that it would be Ben Roethlisberger's fault that we lost. I think people thought, okay, if we lose it'll be the secondary. You know what? It wasn't even the secondary. Mm-hmm. I thought the linebackers were way worse than the secondary on Sunday. Yeah, but with that. you know, nobody can predict that. I mean it's it's pretty much an off day. And you know, I, I don't know if it's a psychological issue or, or what is what, what is going on there. But Roethlisberger just looked like he was playing without passion. The only person who showed up was D'Angelo Williams. If they could have put him in yeah. at quarterback, maybe we would have won. I don't know. But, he, you know, it's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. D'Angelo Williams did everything he could do. And, and outside of him, I can't think of one bright spot. Offensive line had a bad day. Again, linebackers were awful. Um you know, special teams have been improving, but they were so sorry to begin with. It's not like they could win the game for us. So,
0: <laughs> right? I mean, have we? Ever, I mean, when was the last time we had a kick return for a touchdown? I mean, a, a kickoff return for a touchdown. I mean, it's like it's like years ago that we last had that. Even been close to returning a kickoff for a touchdown.
1: We know, our special I mean, teams I'll, I'll came stuff. from the Redskins. That, I mean, we got oh, Danny Smith go. from the Redskins, so
0: oh, I think God. that that says everything. Oh boy! I mean, and 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 away we go, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Well, you mentioned the defense earlier. I might as well talk about those clowns. Um, we, I guess, we all know that. You know, and it was always from the start of the season. To be honest with you, that our defense cannot stop a parked car. I mean, mm-hmm. we are just very horrible, and you know, like 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 on the back end. I think if you stood up as quarterback. And I was a, a run-down wide receiver. I think we're still hanging 300 yards, passing, receiving all those guys. They just that got off, in my opinion. Uh, we neglected to draft, like, secondary folks, like top-notch secondary members that could stay healthy and that could play the past several seasons. I opted to go with linebackers instead to have a linebacker finish, a weird one at that. So is this, I mean, I mean, is this, like, should be the final straw that should tell Mike Mike Tomlin, uh kevin colbert the gm and the defensive coaching staff that we need some players on the back end instead of the stiffs that we keep rolling out there week after week after week or it's just it's, or it's just one of those uh Einstein things where you know just pretty much acting out the whole definition of insanity
1: well i mean i, I just did uh i also write over at FanSided, cited and i did a uh Seven-round mock draft for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and if this is this, they need to draft defensive backs early and often. They just need to get in there. It's a very (laughs) defensive back-heavy. class this year going into the 2016 draft and it's you know it's like you know like voting you you vote early you vote often they need to draft early they need to draft defensive backs and then they need to keep doing it and at this point it's like you know blindfolding a kid at a birthday party and spinning them around maybe one of them will, will, will pan out but they cannot neglect that position anymore um and I think I had them. I mean, everybody's talking Sua Cravens because you know it's like, oh, he came out of USC. It's like Troy Palomalo. I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I, there's there are plenty, plenty of talented defensive backs, and they really need to invest a first round pick, like maybe Jalen Ramsey. I mean, there's there's a couple really talented okay. cornerbacks and safeties this year, and I think they need to pick up one of those. Even Kendall Fuller, he's been injured, but I mean, he's he's very talented. Uh, comes from a yeah, very but, yeah. athletic family. Many brothers in the NFL, comes from, uh, he went to good counsel in Maryland. He um, went to high school down the street from where I used to teach. So, you know, he's kind of a local guy relative to where I grew up, but he's also very, very talented. And since he was injured, he might be a guy people stay away from at the beginning of the first round. He might fall to the second round. But in any case, the Steelers have to address the secondary, and part of that might be Carnell Lake, the position coach.
0: I was about to mention him because, I, I mean, it's a shame because he's one of the best Steelers players in history, in franchise history. But I just can't help the fact that they've regressed year after year after year under this guy's watch. And you know, I I don't know what's missing. I don't know if you know they spiked the wrong HGH in their, in their <laughs> and they're drinking. I just don't know why. I mean, you got Antoine Blake Blake is a stiff. Okay, got Will Gay who is a leader who has, you know, experience. He makes plays every now and again, but he's not as fast as he used to be. And we won't talk about the others except for maybe Brandon Boykin. I mean Brandon Boykin I mean, why don't we start Brandon Boykin? What did Brandon Boykin do to Mike Tomlin that keeps him from starting over Antoine Blake? Did he piss in the cereal? Did I mean did he talk about his mama? What what why isn't Brandon Boykin starting? He's clear an upgrade over Half the cornerbacks that we're rolling out there week after week.
1: That's mysterious. I mean, that's just really strange. And I can't imagine what Brandon Boykin's thinking because he complained about his uh, playing time in Philadelphia, and he's seen even less playing time with the Steelers. I don't yeah. I don't understand what's going on there at all. And that kind of gets back to the coaching in the front office. So, I mean, I do think there's issues beyond what happened during the game. Why haven't we settled on a lineup in the secondary that actually works? What's going on with our pass rush? Because we got Bud Dupree in the first round that was supposed to help with that, yet our, we have no pass rush. So I think – there are many, many things going on, and you know, to have Ben Roethlisberger show up and either choke or be play distracted, you know, that was really disappointing because he's the one. He and Antonio Brown and D'Angelo Williams, uh, other wide receivers, Heath Miller, uh, offensive line has been playing okay. You know, to have the offense show up and, and, and lay an egg like that was was just horrific.
0: Given all the issues on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. So I. So I guess. I guess the question is, or a couple of questions, about our playoff chances. I know that I, I wouldn't be too hurt if we don't make the playoffs because, again, we can't lose two games to a bad Baltimore team especially playoff down. Um, you know, with with the Jets going to Buffalo, and I know that, you know, playoff, you can't predict playoff, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, 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 division games, hence the two Baltimore-Pittsburgh games this season. But um, do you see a chance that we'll sneak in? I mean, I know Buffalo is decent at home. And, and again, is a division robbery. Uh, uh, Rex Ryan would love to send the Jets home packing. I mean, he would love to sweep the Jets and, 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 and as a result, help us get in. But I have a feeling that we're going to lay an egg in Cleveland and it will be a mood issue. <laughs> I mean, I have a feeling that uh, Johnny Manziel will hang thirty, three hundred yards against us because our secondary and spread sees season even more. So should I even bother to, like, tune in? I mean, I know it's the last game of the season, but should I, as a Steelers fan in your eyes, and a Steelers the most Steelers nation just hold out hope or just pretty much it is what it is at this point?
1: I mean, I think you got to go with the latter. It is what it is. I mean, they didn't—they haven't been playing like winners, um, and you know, it doesn't matter if our offense is on fire. I mean, basically, it was a dumpster fire at the end of the game after the Ravens. It was just the wrong kind of fire, and when they're playing right. that inconsistent—I mean, consistency's been the issue with them all along, and I think it's been easy to blame Michael Vick and injuries, but we had everybody we needed. we had all the ingredients for victory and yet they lost and we were playing one of the worst teams in the league who has I mean compared to the Steelers they have had I mean they've had more injuries they've had more setbacks they've had more more personnel issues they've got Mark Trestman as offensive coordinator I don't think it's a coincidence their offense was horrible this year I mean Trestman was terrible with the Bears and I mean I think even with the right personnel we'll see that the Ravens offense just isn't up to snuff so You know, I mean, I I agree. I think the Browns could beat the Steelers. I I think Manziel is a good quarterback. Um, I also think, you know, if the Steelers win and we have to depend on a Jets loss, that's sad because we're a good team and we should have been able to win out and go to the playoffs.
0: Yeah, it is what it is. I agree with you. I think the more I think about it, the more I'm pretty much against watching the last game of the season and just wait for Minnesota and Greenberry in prime time because it's it's really depressing that we that that the Steelers just pissed away a golden opportunity just just pissed it all away and at the worst possible time for Big Ben to to look like Large Benjamin and play his worst game of the season is it's just sad. Uh, I'll get you on this one. Um, if we do fail to make the playoffs, if say, like, if even if we did beat Cleveland, even if our defense decides to stop the park car for a change and Big Ben shows up and the Jets do what they're supposed to do and win in Buffalo, should there be changes in Pittsburgh among the coaching staff? And I think you probably know where I'm going with this.
1: Well, I, I, don't, I think Tomlin should keep his job. I think there's position coaches that are – Dreadful. If you look at Mike Munchak in the offensive line, and I hope we do not lose him to the Eagles or any other team looking for a head coach. I mean, he's transformed that offensive line into one has. of the best in the league, and he, he had done the same thing with has. the Titans. Uh, you look at Richard Mann, what he does with our wide receivers. We switched running back coaches with the Minnesota Vikings, and last year James Saxon got way more out of Le'Veon Bell than Kirby Wilson did out of Adrian Peterson. So when you have competent position coaches, those positions tend to do very, very well. If you look at special teams like Danny Smith, I think they should clean that up before they go after Tomlin. I don't know what's going on with Carnell Lake. I like him. I want to like him. I want him to have all the tools he needs to succeed. But we need like the Mike Munchak of the defensive backs to come in and save the day. And we need a first round draft pick who's a defensive back that can get in there and make a difference from the beginning. I mean, the defense needs a lot, but I, I, I think one of the great things about the Steelers organization is its stability. And in the age of yeah. the agency, you have players coming in and out, yet they've only had three coaches in the last, right. you know, since what, 1969. And I think that that, accounts for off years, bad luck, you know, injuries, poor draft years. You know, if you look at the Browns, just revolving door of coaching staff, revolving door of quarterbacks. I mean, what kind of team is that at that point? Who who are you That's even cheering for? <laughs> so.
0: That's such a joke. That's such a fucking yeah. joke. I'm, yeah, I mean, I I agree. Um, I like Tomlin. I, I mean, you know, I like the fact that we have – or more Epps coaching our team, you know. I, I <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I really like like his swagger. I, I like his game. I like the way he motivates his players. I just think that his coaching staff, to your point, is making him look very bad. I mm. mean, because if I mean, from from Todd Haley doing. I mean, I, and I and I say this for a point play I'm not the biggest Todd Haley fan in the world. I know he did a lot of great things with the offense, the second half of last season and most of this season. I just think by time from time to time he gets a little too cute for, 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 for his own good. But I I think that his special teams have failed him, have failed us all year. I think that our secondary and linebacking core to us to a certain extent has failed us. Um we we have a st- we have studs on the on the defensive line, thank the Lord. But I I think if I don't know. if We should bring Carnell Lake back. I, I just, I just, I just put it out there. I, I don't think we should bring him back. I, I think he's been there for what two, what two seasons? I think, or is it three seasons? At oh, least, God. I think this might have been its third. Oh, okay. Well, that's the okay. case. That's that. That's just long enough. I think. He, 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 yeah, I, I think you're. I think you're probably right because he's he's been there at least two seasons. He had at least two seasons, and you know, I the way the secondary has been regressing year after year after year. That's on that's on Lake. That's on Cornell Lake. I'm sorry. That's that's just on him. It's sad to say because again, I'm a, I, like I'm a fan of his from his day, from his heydays with uh, Rod Woodson and company, and Dwayne Washington, all those guys. Um, I I just think that he he has to go, and I think that if Kevin Colbert does not draft defensive backs in the first round, first and second and third rounds, then we're on, on, t- on players in the fourth and fifth rounds or stiffs that they bring back year after the year, I think you have to look at him. Now, I-, I think he's been a decent general manager, but I think he's missed on the past few drafts on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, you can't be the Pittsburgh Steelers without a good defense. You know what I mean? I, I- You just can't be. So, I I, I don't know. I'm yeah. so depressed right now. <laughs> yeah,
1: I just looked it up on my information portal. This is his. This was his fourth season. Oh, yeah, with the Steelers. There. So no, no. that it's time. But you know, you look at Boykin on the bench, and you just have to wonder. I just personnel wise, they just really need an overhaul there. And there are just so many defensive backs this year. You know, you just regardless of when the Steelers pick, there's going to be a glut. Of defensive backs to choose from it it's a very good year for that position, and that happens to be what the Steelers need, so hopefully they'll get somebody who's ready to go and We also have Senquiz Golson, who didn't get to play at all this year that's since right. his injury I mean they did kind of attempt to address those needs there, but you look, they got Golson they got Duran Grant who hasn't done much or anything Holloman I mean there's all these people then they brought in Fogg and Webb. Who I I loved I loved Fogg. I thought he was phenomenal, and I was shocked when they cut him. Uh, they brought in Cockrell, and he was he's been we he was fine until he wasn't. So I mean I just think they really need to <laughs> kind of nail down their personnel and you know stop taking everybody else's you know, rejects, get their own star, and get somebody who can you know like a Mike Munchak or a Richard Mann. I mean our tight ends coach is phenomenal. We have a lot of really strong position coaches, and it's time to invest in a coach. I think, that can that can handle the talent that the Steelers will hopefully bring in.
0: And to your point, our best resistance coaches are on the clear on the offensive side of the football. Even, even Todd Haley, I include him in that. Um, it, I mean, the thing is that the fact that Tomlin is a defensive-minded guy, the fact that his defense has failed in the past two to three seasons, I know I get what you're saying about the position coaches, but they're making Thomas look really, 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 really bad. Yeah, and so that's why I think that Thomas needs to nail more, like in terms of whether it's like coaching, like like position coaches on on the, on the defensive side of the ball, or or just hoping pray that Cobra drafts better on the defensive side of, of the ball because it's going to fall on him in the end. And, and I'm afraid to say that it's going to fall on him in the end. And it's not fair, but it is what it is at this point. So, you know, you got this this latest late loss to Baltimore is a bad taste in our mouths, in still a nation. And we look at the fact that we may have a ten-win team that may not see the playoffs because of those two bad losses, <laughs> primarily. And you know, I'm just depressed. I'm sorry. I. I <laughs> I'm I'm trying to be uplifted as I possibly can, and you're a new guest on the show, on the podcast. I'm excited to talk to you, but it's just so depressing right now. No,
1: it's depressing times, especially realizing just from a what am I going to do with my weekend's perspective. I mean, this could be the Steelers' last Weekend. I mean, just the NFL offseason is so long, and I get that it has to be right. long. It's a rough sport. The athletes need to recover of the surgery, whatever they do in the offseason, they need to do. But it's hard. I don't like a lot of other sports. You know, I'll try to watch golf. It's just not the same as watching football on Sundays. And to think that, wow, more likely than not, Sunday is the last time I'll see the Pittsburgh Steelers play again until the preseason. That's that's depressing in and of itself. I mean, beyond just right. you know the Steelers losing, just you know teams are going to be playing and the Steelers won't be there, and the Sundays just aren't going to be the same.
0: Yeah, and exactly. So that's what I'm thinking too. So that's why I might I might watch them Sunday. I mean, just for a reason, I guess. But I I just I I I, I just have the sick feeling. I'll be watching them, and I watch the Jets do what they're supposed to do and beat Buffalo. Regardless if we win in Cleveland or not, and yeah, just rub my shoulder, hold another like screwdriver at, at BW3s and just call tonight. <laughs> so, oh
1: man, yeah, no, I, I definitely, I, I, you know, I take over that Twitter feed during game time, and it's hard after a while. You know, if they're they're losing, it's just. Very, you know, I got to keep the language clean on there, and it's just, you know, frustrating. And I have my laptop on my lap, and I want to throw it across the room, and it's just a very stressful situation. So I'll I'll be watching the game because I'll be live tweeting it for Behind the Steel Curtain, but um, it's just, you know, it's tough times for Steelers fans because you know that it's just, you know, they're not a team like the Redskins, they're not a team like the Browns. Yeah, they're they're a good team with a rich history, and and to be so close to being good year after year, or being mediocre and having you know the guts to to pull out improbable wins and and make it to the postseason and then lose, like uh, it's just um, it's devastating, it's upsetting, and it's frustrating. So you know it's like there's so it's there's so many teams that are so close to being good, and unfortunately I think the Steelers have become one of those teams. Just oh man, they're almost good, but they're not, and that's sad. Right. I don't. I don't right. think they're a great team playing poorly anymore. I just actually think they're not <laughs> that good, and and that's that's sad.
0: Yeah, it is. It, it is. It is what it is. Uh, so one more thing, Danny. Um, the, that website you mentioned earlier that you wrote for before you started writing full time for SB Nation's Behind the Still Curtain. Do you still write for them? No? I
1: do. It's Crooked Scoreboard. Okay. It's a really fun site. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook. It's Um I did the Brown's Guide to Parenting for them. It's sports humor. <laughs> it's That's it's awesome. fun. It's, awesome. It is very, very fun. So I write for them about <laughs> once a month. But we have some good, very good writers on there. The editor is, is very, uh, let's just say, he has very, very high standards. But some of the content on there is absolutely um, hilarious. It's just very, right. very, very funny, so yeah, that's cricket dot com and it, it's 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 funny, it's just it's just good for a laugh, no matter who your team is or what your sport is. It's not just all football, it's um you know, we got you know baseball, I did something on a kindergarten fun run, just you know what it was an imagined monologue, a parent encouraging his child you know to win at the fun run. But mm-hmm. it's just anything. Just just a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff. And it's. Uh, I, I try not to pick on the Steelers there. I just use that more as a humor outlet. But that's Crooked Scoreboard. It's a lot of fun.
0: Cool. I'd need to check that out. And I promise to check that out. And maybe check out face, your Facebook page as well. And it just adds my two cents here and there. Because I, I need some humor in my life. But uh, thank you so much, Danny. Um, it's been fun. I know it's kind of depressing talking about our team the way they are right now, but I really appreciate, appreciate, uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and talk to me about I love Steelers. So thanks again and, and good luck to you. Yes. Thanks for having me on. All right, cool. Great. Bye. Bye. Um, so bye. So that's, uh, Danny Bostick. Uh, please check out on SB Nation's, uh, behind the steel curtain and also a quicker scoreboard. Um, I'll probably be checking that out as soon as this podcast is over. Um, but yeah, I know the Pittsburgh Steelers are probably one of the more successful franchises in all of professional sports since the uh, Super Bowl era began. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that we had no damn business. No damn business losing the Baltimore Ravens. the worst Ravens team in recent, history, recent memory, given all the injuries they sustained and everything. Anyway, let me just stop before I... Because of some like Patron or whatnot Maybe I should do that But until then (laughs) This is Scott Burks with The Clown I would thank y'all for listening 06 Have a good night